Wilson. I need my umlaut, Bloomfist said. What if I want to go to Svavlshire, or Strengnes, or Sudertalje? What if I want to go to Valdenshire, or Ekstrom, or Nystrom? It was a compelling argument. She opened the door. He handed her the computer and went to make coffee on her Yuri Impressa X7. She tried to get the umlaut to work. No luck. She pinged Plague and explained the problem. Plague was fat, but he would know what to do, and he could tell her in courier typeface. Where are you? Plague wrote. Stockholm. There's an apple store at the intersection of Kungsgatten and Svevagen. Or you could try a Q-tip. She went to the bathroom and got a Q-tip and gently cleaned the area around the alt key. It popped into place. Then she pressed U. An umlaut danced before her eyes. Finally, she spoke. It's fixed, she said. Thanks, he said. She thought about smiling, but she'd smiled 300 pages earlier, and once was enough. The Girl Who Fixed the Umlaut by writer Nora Ephron, published in the New Yorker magazine. The third book in Stieg Larsson's trilogy, The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest, shot straight to the top of the bestseller list when it came out earlier this summer. Tragically, Larson himself didn't live long enough to see any of his success. He died of a heart attack at age 50, before the books were published. New York Times writer Charles McGrath recently went to Stockholm to track down the backstory of the books and their author. He told Anne Strangechamps, it's a story that has riveted Sweden. Briefly, the story is this, that Larson died at age 50 before the books were published and with no sense, really, of how successful they would become. He had lived with, for many years, 30 years or more, with a woman, Eva Gabrielson. But like many, many Swedes, they never married, and they didn't have children. And curiously, Sweden, which we think of as a model of liberal socialism, does not have, the way some American states do, a provision for common-law marriage. So that when Larson died, Eva Gabrielson got nothing not even the apartment where they lived. And everything went to Larson's father and his brother. The Larson estate is now worth tens and tens of maybe even hundreds of millions of dollars. And yet this woman who shared his life and who may even, that's another curious part of the story, may even have helped in the writing of the novels, gets nothing. And the two sides are barely, are no longer speaking to one another, but over the past months and years, they've said tremendously hurtful things. In the meantime, she's sitting on a huge trump card. She has an unfinished novel of Larson's. She has in his laptop an unfinished novel. She told me that she hoped the novel was never published. I wasn't sure whether to believe her, but apparently from stories I now have seen coming out of Sweden as I'm sort of following the story, negotiations between them have absolutely broken off, at least for the time being, and so she may actually have meant what she said. We'll know more in the fall. She is writing a me- uh, publishing a memoir of her own in France because she doesn't trust the Swedish press, where she promises to be more forthcoming, and maybe we'll learn more. Well, in the meantime, there have been suggestions made by people in Sweden who knew Stieg Larsson that perhaps he didn't actually write the books himself. Yes, at least one, one person, a journalist with whom he worked when he was a younger man, had said that Larsson was just such a poor writer that he couldn't possibly have written these books. But this man, Anders Helberg, hasn't really seen Larson for, or hadn't seen him for 20 or 30 years, and hadn't really kept track. And I think he probably wasn't giving enough credit to the possibility that 
that one can learn on the job. When you met his life partner, Ava Gabrielson, you asked her about the whole question of authorship. She made a kind of cryptic comment to you. She was very, very evasive. She, in the past, has said or at least been quoted in the Swedish press as saying contradictory things, at one point disavowing any role in the writing of the novels and in another interview seeming to imply something like co-authorship. So I said to her, well, did Larson write these books? And she said, yes, well, he certainly wrote them. And I said, well, then he was the author, right? Or is that too simple? And she said, yes. Meaning, uh, yes, that's too simple? <laughs> yes, that's too simple. So I think we have to wait for her book to find out. I mean, it would be surprising if she didn't have some role in it. She is a very good writer herself. She translated Philip K. Dick from English into Swedish. So I'd be surprised if she didn't have some role. Just how extensive... It's hard to know. She was very cryptic about it, deliberately so, it seemed to me.